Hi guys, welcome to Vibe. I'm Shari Hughes, and on tonight's episode, I have here with me interior designer Ronique LeBranch. Tonight we will dive in. We'll go deep to find out exactly who are we. So we know um, in today's generation, it is a little bit hard for people to truly know themselves, to really know who they are. Um, in a world today with social media, you know, it's a lot of influences. People are a little bit farther away from who they are and they're more you know they kind of take on an image of who they would like to be um at what point did you find out who you were um i can say for me i feel like i found out who i truly was um after the birth of my son i mean before i had a kid i mean you kind of like you think you know who you are but once you have a child it's like it's completely different and you're like wow like I completely changed things I used to do then I wouldn't do now mm -hmm. and you have a whole different perspective on life what you want to do where you want to go mm -hmm. so I feel like that made me really figure out who I really was oh that's awesome I share the same experience I mean after having my daughter it it was like who am I, especially right. being married, being young and married, and then, you know, trying to be a wife, trying to be a mother. And I went through a phase of who is Chari? Like, what do I bring to society? What do I bring, you know, to the world? Like, what do I stand for? You do find out, like, or when you feel as if I'm not who I thought I would be, what do you do? Um, I think it's kind of, you have to take a step back and you know, being a mom, you feel like, okay, well, I have to put my kid first. I have to do this. I have to make sure I do that. I think it's really important that you take that time out for yourself, yeah. uh, that personal time. I think that's what you, like, that's what really you need. Absolutely. What are some of the things you do, you know, as a hobby? Like, what what makes you feel like, like at ease? Um, as far as hobby-wise, I guess because of the interior design, um, I kind of shop a lot. Um, so when I feel like I just need to get away or I need my own space, I can go from Tuesday morning at home, this and that, that. Like, I just walk around stores and it just, you know, makes me feel a little comfortable. Yeah. But that's probably about it as far as the hobby. Awesome. I think that one of the things I definitely was drawn to, like, earlier life was music. I found that music was an escape for me, especially because, you know, I sung. So it was like always that way that I can like get out, be free, you know, feel liberated. And um, I noticed that in this transition of being lost, music was not that thing for me. You know, it was one of those things that I used to love, but then I loathed it. Like I hated it. It was just like I used to ride in silence all the time. So one of the things I just started doing for me, I just started getting into like more writing and then photography actually helped free me and allowed me to share 
my perspective and being an interior designer and being a creative person you know overall it's all about you know your expression and, and what you can put out to the world what do you think that people feel when they see you know your furniture and when they see your designs how do you think that people perceive you know Ronnie LaBranche designs or Arla Branch designs um, I'm not actually sure because I can't you know speak for other people but um as far as the designs I try to um cooperate um as much as the client style in it but I also try to keep my own style in it yes. as well I don't want to branch off to something and it's like okay well i'll never really do that that's yeah. not really my style yeah. so i also want to you know keep my own style in it but at the same time i also want to you know make sure my clients are happy as well right and making sure they're happy but still doing your thing right that's still a part of being who you are because when you look back at things and you're like oh i used to be this way i used to do this yeah. and um you know sometimes you think of back on it and you're like Oh, I'm totally different now. Yeah. And like, am I changing for the better yeah. or am I, you know, pulling myself away from who I actually am? Yeah. Um, so some really I have to really sit down and think about it. Like, okay, am I actually this person or am I trying to be something that I'm not? Yeah. Or yeah. things like that. I think that social media has such an impact on who we are to be honest it, it changed before like back in the day there was no social media i think that people definitely fish more for like validation people fish to be you know they want to be seen i feel like attention is at an all-time high like humbleness kind of goes out the window everybody's grand everybody's a superstar everybody's made it nobody's broke nobody's struggling yeah. nobody's still living in the hood you don't see all of that you don't see the reality yeah and i think that more so i i understand like my challenge and you know the things that challenged me with just being charry you know they were deep but those challenges actually humbled me you know acknowledging like where i come from just a little girl from the st Bernard projects like acknowledging that and, and this is my life you know, this is the things I've gone through and that's how I, you know, got here. And we had to give like a word of advice to, you know, some young people that actually wanted to know or some people just generally that wanted to know like, how do you remain yourself when it seems as if the world is so chaotic and so, you know, in, in a selfie phase of it's too grand for you. How do you remain just being you and standing your ground you know, on the transition you're on, in the direction that you're going, how is it that you maintain being you? Um, I think you really just have to um, work at your own pace, stay at your own pace. That's good. Um, it can be challenging and hard sometimes when you realize it ain't like, oh my gosh, she's the same age as me. Or yeah. if you see somebody on Instagram, it's like, oh, well, they're doing the same thing as me. We're in the same business. Yeah. But I started my business a year ago, and this person started theirs five months ago, right. and they're way more right. than me. You can't let things like that disturb you. I feel like you have Absolutely. to stay at your own pace. Um, what works for one person might not work for yeah. you. That's another thing. So don't beat yourself down and yeah. feel like, oh, my God, like, what am I doing wrong? Or maybe I should give up on this, yeah. or this is not for me. Um, it, that's not the case. I just feel like you have to just work at your own pace. You have to be patient, have faith, trust in God, Absolutely. and it'll work out. It definitely does. What do you think? Like, 
you know, being who you are, you know, how is it that you maintain? Because we have some people that are introverts. We have some people that are like really much, you know, they're, they're to themselves. And although they're like vibing, they're great individuals. How does, you know, one still network, still, you know, try to get a job done, still try to, you know, put their feet on the ground. How does one, you know, still remain themselves with all of this stuff going on? What you think? What I think is that we have to stay true to ourselves. Stay true to ourselves and know what we want and go after our purpose and just keep on, you know, succeeding. That's always good. Yeah. That's good. And, uh, you know, just uh, not only being true to yourself, but uh, following what you, um, what you feel is right because everything that you do in life uh, might make you feel uncomfortable to a certain, yeah. you know, extent. And it might make you pull away from it, uh, but instead of uh, that, you know, follow what basically what your heart desires for you to do, and that's with yeah. anything, you know, with yeah. a job or uh, with um, you know life issues, you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I would say just uh, strive for for better outcomes within your life. Absolutely. Think God first. God first. God is first always, y'all. I don't know about y'all. Yes. God is first always. First. We've spoken about some challenges that we've had, you know, just being the women that we are, even, you know, just being people generally. Some of the positive things I think that helped me to learn, you know, to become who I am was definitely family. Like, my family really shaped me and molded me to understand, like, okay, this is who you are. You know, they pointed some things out of me. It was just some things that were, you know, said, done. And it made me realize, damn, I'm really this dope chick. Like, you know, sometimes when you see yourself, we see ourselves and we're our biggest critics. Right. But other times we are. But other times, you know, we look in the mirror and it's like, yo, I got to give myself credit because, like, I'm really popping. Because some days I'm, like, not feeling my best. You right. know, I'm thinking the worst. Mm -hmm. And then I look at them like, hold up. Get yourself together. Pull it together because you're the stuff. Right. Some pep talks. Like, like how, do, how do you make yourself feel good? Um, for me, I can say uh, exactly like you said, pep talks sometimes. Yes, uh, I have really, to. like, you have to toot your own horn. You sometimes. have to. Because if you don't, then not saying that no one else will, but yeah. you have to be your biggest fan Absolutely. yourself. You definitely have Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Because I'm always like, yo, um, I, I battled with depression a lot, mm -hmm. you know, before, you know, in, in my past life. And it was like, yo, I have negative affirmations and you have positive affirmations. And I honestly think that whatever you tell yourself, that's what it's going right. to be. Like if you tell yourself, yo, I'm not succeeding, I'm going to fail. You know, yeah, that's what it's going to be. You have to speak positive over your life. And, you know, one of the things I do is I write little sticky notes, like, to keep me grounded. You know, I have, like, scriptures that I will put on my mirror, like, when I go to the restroom. And to be honest, like, all my tattoos are, like, inspirational things that I can kind of look down and be like, okay, today's the day to be patient. Right. Then every morning I wake up, I have faith right here. So it's like, okay, today is the day to remember that, Everything is not gonna be perfect. Everything is not gonna be like close knit. Mm -hmm. But even though the ob obstacles, you know, do come, like 
still remember that you can achieve it. What are some of the things that, you know, other than like pep talks, what, what are some daily things? Like, you know, if we were speaking to like some young women and young men, what would you tell them? Like, how could we like inspire them? How do you inspire people to be the best version of themselves? First off, um, I would definitely have to say pray. You have yeah. to pray. Prayer, um, as far as me, uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Oh, um, so that's normally like my normal yeah. morning routine. I would listen to all the podcasts. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else. I mean. You just, I feel like once you pray and you sit down and you actually oh, have yeah. that talk with God, That's um, it, yeah. the rest of your day is going to go fine. Like, just sit down and have that talk. Yeah. Let him know what you're going through. Talk yeah. about, reach out to him. Um, so that, for me, that would be my biggest thing. Absolutely. I want to say that I would not be where I am if it wasn't for God. More importantly, like, he has definitely grounded me and shown me, like, everything that I have gone through like he's literally been there and I think that he doesn't get enough credit for being who he is because he loves us in spite of he is so big that um you know he he's good and even attachments you know that's why I always I always aim to inspire because I feel like everything that you are attached to is part of your journey and it's part of you know helping you become who you are how do you how do you deal with like attachments good and bad because all of those things like they have the power to increase you or decrease you so like how do you deal with you know inspiring like an, an inspireless I look to God for inspiration to be innovative yeah. to be innovative in a way to be able to help change the world in such a such a drastic aspect and you know being a film producer and you know doing professional photography yeah. has opened my eyes to you know various reasons as to why God created this earth and to understand that we were placed on this earth as unique yeah. human beings and guess what everybody has an incredible gift and yeah. to be able to walk in my purpose and Ooh. you know be doing my gift that God has blessed me and I'm very successful and God has allowed me to be able to experience different things and different places and you know it just it just molds you and, and it humbles you to understand that there's a greater being on this earth and it's way bigger than what we can ever imagine and so you know with the good and the bad as far as being an entrepreneur and, and being a business owner I try to balance the two because you're gonna always get good with the bad and bad with the good and you know just to know that you know at the, at the end of the day it's going to work out according to your will and your purpose and to know that whatever he has for you is for you and what and no nobody can ever shut that door absolutely and you're having good and bad and i think that knowing who you are that's great because knowing who you are it, it allows you to know what you're going to deal with what you're going to accept and what not to accept um one of the things i do motivation monday every monday and I was supposed to air, you know, um, just calculate your company. Like, do they increase you or do they decrease you? Because like you mentioned, we are dealing with a lost generation. Like, people are so afraid to just go against the grain. Like, I've never been the type of chick to, to go with the wave or to go, you know, with the grain. I've always went against the grain. You can I've always been this uniquely different person and 
you know, in a society now, like people will shame people individuals. People will shame people from having just a little bit of uniqueness and with being them. Who they are. Being who they are. And it's sad because, you know, people feel like if I have it, made it, in 15 seconds, then I'm nobody. And, what, and what's crazy How? with today's generation is we lack of understanding to know mm -hmm. that it takes for you to build a solid foundation in order for mm -hmm. you to be successful because mm -hmm. the most successful people was introverts. The most successful yeah. people was people that did not go out with people that did not want to be around yeah. people, people that felt depressed, people that yeah. was in a state to say, hey, yeah. I just yeah. don't know what I want to do with myself, yeah. but I came out. It's greater to know who you are than to actually fall victim to somebody else's perception of you. How has perception changed us? Like, how, how have we gotten to a place where the way they perceive me, that's what I am? And I think that it's cool. I've always been very honest. Like, even if my mom, I would tell my mom. My mom said, I don't like that. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just gonna wear it. <laughs> no disrespect. I love you. I respect you, right. but this is who I am. And I think that even our parents play a role in deciding who we are without us even finding out or even experiencing who we are. We're away. And I keep saying talk to people because I know that because I know there's gonna be people watching that really would like to understand. These are the things that people are afraid to talk about, especially in our community. What's some things, you know, some some parent pressure that you possibly have experienced, you possibly have experienced, you possibly have experienced that could could have hindered you from being who you are? I'm not sure on that one. Well, I was always taught to go to school, graduate, go to college. Mm, and um, start a family and kind of live comfortable in this yeah. society. And when it came down to me growing up and finding out that it's not that easy, yeah, it makes you wonder, you know, what else is more uh, out there that you can yeah. accomplish instead yeah. of just that, you know, typical, uh, you know, going to school and starting a life right. of your Who own. Made those yes. Who made those yes. well, rules? A lot of generations have a structured base that that particular family goes by like Tanisha related to earlier yeah. and it's a lot of hand handed down traits yeah, that a lot of people yeah. cannot yeah. break because they don't feel like they're strong enough to break those yeah. barriers but you know to our understanding just like he said you know it's it's like to the point to where we are really programmed to go to school yeah. to graduate yeah. To go to yeah. college and stuff like that, but to say that you beat the odds and you've done none of that, but you're way more successful than people could ever imagine, yeah. speaks yeah. speaks levels, high levels, and you should yeah. receive high accolades for, yeah. you know, being able to achieve that level of success because it's not hard in the world today. Yeah. And people and lack people you, understand that. My mom, like, I will always say, my mom was like one of the coolest. I know everybody feel like they love their mama. I know that my mama was like dope. I mean, she was, um, everybody's mom. she was everybody like, like she wasn't that judgmental. My mom always had a different perspective. She always was like, well, what about this? Uh, you see it that way, but what about this? Like, and my mom passed away July 4th, 2017. So, you know, 
in her passing, I learned just how valuable she was. You know, they say that, you know, when, when you miss something, when something's gone, true, but you really understand the value of something when it leaves. But one of the things I learned from her and just dealing with people overall is she always allowed me to see, yes, I understand you want to dream because I'm a dreamer, but this is the reality. And I felt like a lot of times, like, my, you're not supporting me. Like, you're not there. You know, everything I wanted to do. My grandmother was like, yo, you want to do that? Here's a book. You want to do a nonprofit? There goes the book. You want to do a clothing line? I had y'all in my house. What? Many nights trying to do dainty deception. Here's a book. My grandma was always resourceful. Okay, you want to do this? Here's a book. She taught us about going to uh, get a trademark. She did. My grandma taught us about how to get trademarked and patented and all that. Like, my mom was just street. She was gonna, she was like, okay, I'm gonna give you what's real. My grandma was like, follow whatever is in your heart. And those two things, because I didn't have my father, my dad is also deceased. So, you know, that, that lack of influence. And you see, you know, families that have, you know, two parent families. And yeah, two parent household that children are able to be who they want to be and they have that support and it's not the same in this community right. like in our community it's definitely like you not out of time you're dealing with a single mother who has had issues you're dealing with a single mother who is striving so even if you want a dream and she does believe in your dream financially how can i even provide for your dream we can't afford to dream. we can't afford to dream all of this, it creates the, the struggle of who am I? It's taking away our culture. It's ta where, where do I exist? And everybody is trying so hard to exist that they're barely existing. How is that? How is it that we try so hard to be seen, to be known, to be recognized, that we actually forget who we are? How? Gods are not involved. At that point, at that point, a, a point to where I really understood why I do what I do, yeah. why I wake up, become humble, I can say. But what if he still is involved? What if God is still involved? Because we have a lot of those cases too. What if he's still involved and it feels like I'm still not reaching the level of potential that I should? Or I still don't understand who I am or what's my purpose or why am I here? What happens when we feel as if I talk to you, I pray to you, I still don't see any result? Uh, I feel like with that, uh, as a human, uh, we tend to ignore a lot of signs that God sends oh, us. That's he big. sends us signs daily, and that's we big. as a human uh, race tend to not, you know, pay attention to those that's things. Big. So we have to know in our heart and in our belief in God that we are going to be okay in life. You know, we we know who we are because we are the the sons and the daughters of you know God. Yeah. So uh, when it comes down to feeling lost about you know your life. Uh, it's more, you know, pay more attention to your surroundings and, yeah. the, and the signs that God, you know, give you. One of the things I speak about a lot and, you know, on this journey of me finding out who I am, I had to confront the generational curses.
Um, I had to confront those generational things that were good and bad. I had to acknowledge that I was shut down. Like, you know, if I felt as if, okay, your perspective is your perspective, you're not hearing me out, that's cool, I'm shutting down, that's it. And that wasn't the proper way to handle things. And I even saw that I was like overly, um, I was a person that overly kind of gave. I just extended myself all the time. And on this journey of finding out, okay, Chari, this is what you like. This is who you are. This is what you accept. This is what you have to bring to any room. I had to understand that generationally, my mom was a servant. So even creating an environment where people can come in and just feel like, okay, somebody's catering to me or, you know, they're accommodated, that makes me feel well. But I also had to confront those negative things that I saw, you know, generationally. I said, we know that we have this stereotype, like, you know, you act like your daddy, you think like your mom, you know, that's... That's the, it's cute, that's the normal. Right, like, like, I feel as if everything that we have been connected to, accepting those things, like, I had to accept the fact that I was a person that shut down. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, shutting down hindered me from a lot. It hindered me from networking with people. Yes. It hindered me from, you know, going to things. And, and people would invite me to stuff. People would invite me to stuff. Right. I'm not going to go. It was because I, I didn't fully accept myself and I didn't feel well to be around a crowd. I would turn those things down and not go places and not do things because I wasn't, I wasn't confident in like being me. And these people will be around me, some people, and they'll be like, damn, man, you really like nice. Like, you're really a great person. And I wouldn't feel that. I accepted every negative thing about me. If I told myself any negative thing, I accepted it. That was reality to me. It was. But I always had this other side. This one, if it wasn't for God, this small little piece of, you have some goodness in you. And I built myself up from that. It's just so hard to break. And some things are really hard to accept. How do we do well with accepting those uncomfortable things about ourselves? Well, everybody's not going to do well with it. Uh, mm. Because at the end of the day, uh, it's about what you want and what yeah. you are willing to accept in your life. Um, and I say that because uh, there are a lot of people that's not willing to change and accept mm. the change. Yeah. We're not accustomed to change. Yeah. You know, we come from a lot of places to where, even as a child, we come from a home where we get a, we have a home, we have a cook meal, mm. we watch TV, yeah. and we're comfortable, you know? Yeah. Until we get older and things come about real life, mm. basically. And sometimes when that comes, people tend to not, you know, take that, uh, accept it, in other words. Mm -hmm. And, um, and when you don't accept it, you, you tend to uh, keep yourself in a hole. That's big. And when you're in that hole, it's kind of hard to get out. That's big. So um, a lot of people will and won't accept it, but it's all according to what, what you want and Ooh. what you don't want to accept. That is so big on so many levels. Like you literally just said a mouthful. As parents, how would you tell your son 
Like, and, it, and even from a woman, it's a little bit harder because men, you know, their first role models are men. Right. How would you empower him to be, you know, his best self? Um, for me, I feel like it'll even be harder by being a single parent. Yeah. But um, I guess I really want him to come up and look at like, okay, my mom's a single parent, but my mom worked hard. She's yeah. an entrepreneur. She's been, you know, an entrepreneur since I was a little kid. Yeah. And I want him to realize that, yeah. you know, anything you put your mind to, you can do it. Um, can whatever do it is that he comes to me and say, oh, look, mom, I think I want to start this. I feel like I'm supposed to be that parent to yeah. encourage him, not sit there and like, oh, okay, well, you sure you want to do this? Uh, yeah. Why don't you want to yeah. do this? Or you should try this. And I just feel like I want to be there for him. He helped you yeah. do this and do that. Yeah. So I feel like that's really big. Yeah. Um, especially with the kids coming up today. I was about to say that. They are genius. I always want to empower my daughter to be like, look, I let her know every day you're beautiful. Because she has to, you know, receive she those affirmations at home. Mm-hmm. I let her know that she can do anything she puts her mind to. Girl, because you don't want them to go out and ask for that love that they don't get. Absolutely. And, and that happens. It's so important. It is. And I want to maintain that same type of relationship because that plays a part in who my child would be. The vibe is just be who you are. Stay rooted, stay grounded, trust God first, have the faith. Facebook at Vibe Anytime because it's a real vibe and you want to stay